Welcome to episode two of the Eat This, Not That podcast. We're going to help you make the best food choice every time. I'm John Hammond, and this is Dave Zanzenko, creator and author of Eat This, Not That. Hello. Now, Dave, there's been a lot of talk of late about fake news. Thankfully, Eat This, Not That has never come up in those discussions. <laughs> but as disconcerting as the debate about what is fake news and, and what is it might be, we don't really care. We're talking about food. So what we really should be talking about are fake foods. So let's get into it. The Eat This, Not That Fake Food Awards. With so many fake foods masquerading as the real deal, we're shining a light on the biggest imposters on the market. These highly anticipated 2018 Fake Food Award winners are actually the biggest losers. Thanks to the combination of exploiting labeling technicalities and good old-fashioned marketing Manufacturers are engaged in full-fledged head fakes and selling foods that are less trustworthy than gas station sushi. And I'll never eat that again. Don't. No way. I mean, not after last week. You can't. So anyway, let's get to the award winners, I guess. Yeah. So, let's sure. Let's, well, fine. Where do you want to start? We'll give them an award. Let's start with canned pumpkin. Yeah. And when fall hits, the canned pumpkin finds its way into dozens of recipes and drinks and so you got it in pumpkin bread, you got it in pumpkin pie, you got it in the pumpkin spice lattes. But the canned stuff that's become synonymous with autumn isn't actually pumpkin at all. 85% right. of the stuff on the shelves doesn't actually contain pumpkin, at least not the orange pumpkins you're used to carving up at Halloween and decorating your mantelpiece with. Libby's Pure Pumpkin, this is a popular canned pumpkin puree brand, actually use a type of squash called the Dickinson squash and its pumpkin puree. In fact, it's closer to a butternut squash than a pumpkin. I feel like I've been getting duped for Thanksgivings for I don't know how many years now with, you know, my aunt walks in and with her pumpkin pie and it's like, no, no, yeah. that's a butternut squash pie. Think about what your holidays could have been like right? if you didn't have this stuff this intruding. Is, this is upsetting. And what's crazy is it's legal for Libby's to brand its pumpkin puree as pumpkin since it's hard for the FDA to draw a line between pumpkins and winter squash because pumpkins and quote golden fleshed sweet squash unquote are so closely related the FDA told food companies that they could market their puree products as quote pumpkin unquote regardless of how much of the actual fruit winds up in the cans and while this is upsetting to me on a personal level i feel like i've been duped this isn't really a problem as long as you can get past it psychologically of course you can still keep eating libby's the fun fact here is just that squash isn't the typical orange pumpkin you normally think of when you're grabbing a can of, of pumpkin puree yeah, and if you can't get over it psychologically, let's say, and you, you really want to be sure that you're eating the bright orange squash, what you could do is buy a pumpkin from the grocery store and make your own puree. So, you know, just cut that bad boy in half, remove the seeds and the pulp, cover each half with foil, bake it in the oven at 325 degrees for an hour, and then scrape the pumpkin, you know, meat, if you will, and puree it in a blender or food processor, strain it to remove any stringy pieces, and just throw it in the freezer. Yeah, I'm just going to keep buying the can, by the way. I can get past it. Continuing yeah, well, to throw money at it the says problem. Pump, as long as it is, if you believe it's pumpkin, it's pumpkin. Okay, right? good. Yep. Continuing through my kitchen and my pantry, apparently, then the next one is another one that just, it, it hurts. It, it leaves a mark. It's Big, Cool Whip. 
big letdown. I love Cool, cool Whip. Whip. I know. As in whipped cream, right? Well, apparently it's not. Yeah, Kraft Cool Whip's first ingredient is water, and then it's followed by hydrogenated vegetable oil, and then high fructose corn syrup, and then corn syrup, and then finally, oh, look, skim milk. You know, and here's a fun fact for everyone. The original recipe was non-dairy. It didn't even have milk. Kraft only started adding the skim milk and light cream in 2010. And although Kraft is the most common store-bought brand, you should also be checking the ingredients of any of the generic whipped toppings out there, you know, to see if, if it's the real deal. So if you're looking for the whipped cream, always, which again, I love, you're going to buy a little carton of heavy cream, you're going to grab a mason jar, and you're going to start shaking the damn thing. Or you can yeah. use a whipped cream dispenser to dispense chilled heavy cream like a store-bought canister. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to vigorously shake anything. Yeah, you got to take matters into your own hands when it comes with, to the foods we love sometimes. Speaking of foods we love, it's like we're inside my kitchen. Maple syrup. How is maple syrup a fake food? Well, you know, Aunt Jemima's crying. You know, these brands like, like that one or Mrs. Butterworth's. Uh, most deceptively, Log Cabin, they, they only call their products, quote, syrup, unquote, but their marketing sure says otherwise. Whether it's their dark amber color shines through the clear plastic bottles or lies hidden within the same plastic jugs that have housed maple syrups for generations, there's no discrepancy that these companies want you to equate their product with the real stuff. So grade A maple syrup you know, and that's the sap that's tapped from maple trees and boiled into an antioxidant-rich sweetener. The problem is, unlike its functional sweetener, these syrups are primarily composed of high-fructose corn syrup, artificial flavors, caramel color, all these ingredients that have been connected to a slew of health issues from, you know, fatty liver disease to cancer, you know, there's a link there that they say, hey, it, you know, it could lead to that. Um, in some cases, the link is tenuous, but but why risk it? Instead, just look for 100% pure maple syrup. Look at the ingredients, and there should only be one, right. and that's the one. Simple enough. Now, this one, this is a fake food in disguise, if ever, white chocolate, I hated um, white chocolate forever, I, I so I don't likes care. Who white chocolate? It's, right? it's just chalky do. and I just, weird. And, and, it's, me. and it's because it's a refined flour, overprocessed, completely devoid of nutrients, right? <laughs> completely devoid of chocolate. Right. It's only chocolate comes from cocoa butter. The rest is milk solids, milk fat, sweetener. And even that ingredient commonly loses its antioxidant properties during a, quote, deodorizing step. So... Without the non-fat cocoa solids, white chocolate doesn't have any flavonoids, the antioxidant compounds that have been shown to improve glucose metabolism and lower blood pressure, or gut-healthy prebiotics, which help reduce the inflammation and fight the weight gain. It also, I mean, just to really pile on white chocolate here. Why not? Uh, it's done it, nothing for you. Nothing. And it will continue to do nothing. We have struck a nerve here. We have, uh, we have struck a it nerve. It lacks the ability to stimulate the euphoria-inducing chemicals that real chocolate does, including serotonin. I love my serotonin. 
so if you're grabbing some chocolate, the darker the better. You need that cacao. You need you know more than seventy percent. You want the happy chemicals. You want the less sugar. You don't want this white chocolate. You want to stick to the dark chocolate. You want to offer anything above seventy percent. You're going to get more antioxidants. And if you're a fan of the super dark chocolate, we like fruition chocolate, one hundred percent bar made with 100% cacao. I'm going to get you a bar this if, is, it, if it'll let, help calm this anger you have. Let me have drop some knowledge here. A one-ounce serving, which is like you know half the bar, has zero sugar, 170 calories, 14 grams of fat, a lot of healthy fat in there, a little bit of saturated fat, but that's okay, a few grams of fiber and protein. That's a good one there. All right. Let's, I got I to get you off white chocolate because it's getting hot in here. Yeah. No. All right. On to the next one. Okay. Bacon bits. <laughs> I mean, that's not. We don't really need to. We don't no, have to explain this, okay, right? No. It's, what's the next? When you when you replace a letter with an apostrophe, you're you're a fake food. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Now this here's another one from my childhood. Sunny D, which is obviously not the healthy, fruity, vitamin laced drink that I chugged as a youth. After, yeah. after a sports practice or a Saturday afternoon just because I was thirsty. Look, look, Sunny D is great if the sun happens to taste like corn syrup, modified cornstarch, canola oil, cellulose gum, artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, artificial colors, and loads of preservatives. Then, you know, Sunny D has completely unleashed the sun on you. <laughs> And while the Sunny D Tangy original promotes that it has 100% of your vitamin C for the day, the majority, by which I'm talking a whopping 98%, right. of this drink is just water and high fructose corn syrup. So that's right. The orange you see on the label is only present in the 2% or less section, along with five other fruit concentrates. So that amount of vitamin C is probably only coming from the added ascorbic acid. So not a big fan. No, eat this instead. If you want to get some orange juice, you're better off going with something that has to be refrigerated, like Evolution Fresh's cold-pressed orange juice. That's my favorite. Actually has oranges. I like that one. More than 2% worth. I like real. Right? I don't like fake. Speaking of fake, let's move on. Processed cheese. Yeah, whiz or whiz out. I mean, that's the question. You know, it's like a Philly cheesesteak doused with a heaping spoonful of cheese whiz. You know, or should that be called like a cheese steak with a Z? Cheese whiz, the cheese with a Z, along with processed cheese products like American cheese and Velveeta, aren't really cheese at all. So you got these federal laws that mandate that each of these products have to be labeled as, quote, processed cheese, unquote, or a, quote, cheese product, unquote, since their manufacturing process is quite different from natural cheeses. So they start with only 51% real cheese, add some artificial flavors, colors, fillers, preservatives, emulsifiers, acidifiers, they heat it up, and then they wrap it up. So what you want to do, you know, the eat this here is you reach for a block of 100% real cheddar. The U.S. just imported way more than we need. So cheese prices are about to go way down. And then you're all set. Right. And there was a massive revelation on this front 
recently in my household, we had friends over and we were talking about mac and cheese. And we talked about how our parents would just cut up like a block of Velveeta and put it in with the macaroni and stir it up and bang, dinner is served. And you, if you actually look at like the ingredients on a, a package of Velveeta, it's just, it's stunning. And we were just like, oh, what are our parents doing to us, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I guess they didn't know any better. They didn't have us to Psycho- guide, they didn't have us to guide the way. That's another, you know, psychological one you're, you're dealing with, it seems. Speaking of bad parenting, this next one is tough because if you open my pantry door right now, front and center will be a big heaping bag of veggie chips. Yeah. So there's a reason that garden veggie straws are at the center of a lawsuit about false advertising. And that's the ingredients are mostly potato flour and potato starch. Same with the garden veggie chips. Although tomato paste and spinach powder are used to make the snacks, powdered and processed vegetables lack the vitamins and nutrients of their fresh counterparts, which is a far cry from the garden fresh vegetables that are pictured on the snack package. So while they contain 30% less fat than potato chips, the garden veggie chips and straws aren't much more than a potato snack dressed up in a veggie health halo. So what do you do? The Rhythm Superfoods Kale Chips, these, if you just take like their original flavor from these, it's just made with kale, sunflower seeds, tahini, carrot, apple cider vinegar, little cane sugar, onion, sea salt, and lemon juice. So You just listed that all off. It's, it, you didn't need like a, a decoder to break down the list of ingredients, which was nice. Yeah, thank God I failed chemistry. A mm-hmm. one-ounce serving of this is just 150 calories. You got eight grams of fat. You got lots of fiber, lots of protein, very little sugar. And my kids are going to be psyched when I swap it out for Rhythm Superfoods kale chips. So there you have it. You'll be faked out no more. And if you are, well, at least you'll know it. For more great ideas and inspiration, go ahead and subscribe. Tell your friends that you did and and get them to subscribe too. Visit our website, eatthis.com and follow Dave on social media. He's at Dave Zenzenko for Twitter and Instagram. More importantly, let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'll tackle them here so you can be confident that you are making the right choice every time. Thanks for listening. And we hope you'll join us again for a steady stream of fun, informative and mind-blowing food knowledge from me and Dave and a bunch of experts and guests that will help you eat this, not that. Ciao, ciao.